We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. It's me and Boss for the UFC show today. Oh, first installment? Well, the MMA show. The MMA show. Right. But, you know, we're talking about the UFC card this weekend. Uh, headlined, headlined by Velasquez and Ugano. Um, but we're going to talk about some stuff before that as well. Uh, but yeah, first installment of the MMA show. Me and Boss are big fans of the UFC. So we figured on Fridays, we're going give to give you all the MMA news. Let's get it. And like usually there's a, a card every week. So we'll probably yeah. be doing this weekly for the most part. From like now till, geez, for like 13 weeks, I think it was I saw. There's a UFC card every weekend. So yeah. There's 13 always weeks straight. something going on. Always something going on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about, though, uh, you know, someone who I hated originally, but now I love him. My guy Cormier. Yeah, I still. Don't you? Isn't I that can't crazy get on flop? Board. It's a crazy flop, right? I can't get on board with that. Why? No, like Cormier. And it's funny, like you, you and Eric. I hated him. Always give me shit. Like, yo, yeah. how could you hate him? I'm like, yo, I just. I've just always fucked with John Jones. Nah. And it's just like, yo, Cormier is a great fighter. And I love him behind the desk, particularly. Like, I yeah. always like hearing him call fights. He's probably one of my favorites between him, Cruz. Felder's up there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the fighters on the desk, like, he's one of my favorites. Probably my favorite. Probably the favorite. Um, but, yeah, like, fighting-wise, I don't know, man. I just feel like his – like, whenever he talks, I, I, like, get hyping so up a fight, yeah. it just seems so corny to me. I don't know why. No, I feel you. And I think that only John Jones brings that out of him. But, yo, I was the one who I hated DC. I hated him, and I hated uh, when he beat Anthony Johnson. Hated it because I loved Anthony Johnson, and now he's, like, selling weed or so, whatever the fuck he's doing. <laughs> or, like, he has, like, the marijuana company that he has. Yeah. Is he in, Bell- is he in Bellator? Is he? I don't no, know. I, I know he. I know that. he like retired and he's, he was doing the whole like marijuana thing, uh, but after John Jones got popped twice, I was like, "Yo, 
like now and, and then you start to actually realize like you you can hate someone and still realize how great they are like this dude's this dude's nasty and we went and we saw him in boston in person when he fought uh volkov and we were volkov. like volkov why did i say volkov i don't know thinking of black beast maybe the yeah, heavyweight yeah, Volkov. Yeah, 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 I was yeah, yeah. under Volkov. That's what I'm thinking of. But um, Volkov Uzdemir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rumble's retired, by the way. I don't know why I thought he was in Bellator. Yeah. That was the last fight against Cormier. I feel like there would have been big news. Why the fuck would he go to Bellator? I don't and know. Go to UFC. Um, but yeah. Thinking of Rampage, I always mix them up. That too. Rumble Rampage. He's fighting still. I believe so. Wow. That's crazy. That dude's old. He needs to hang it up. I think he was. He was in the heavyweight Grand Prix. They did. I with mean, every- Sonnen and uh, who? Uh, what's his name? Just won. Tito? No. Nah, Bader. Ryan Bader. Oh. Beat uh, Fedor. I was thinking of uh, Fedor. Tito and fucking Chuck when oh, they yeah. fought <laughs> and knocked his ass out. Um, but anyway, uh, Cormier had previously announced that he was going to retire on his 40th birthday. Um, but now that's being pushed back and everyone's now speculating like, all right, what is, what's going on here? Like, he claims that it's because of injuries and shit. And like, you know, he took the Derek Lewis fight on like short notice or whatever and he got hurt. And, like, he didn't have, like, a full camp. So, yeah. he, he's saying, like, his body was all fucked up. So, that's why he's pushing it back. It has nothing he also, to do like, with... yeah. But he insisted to, like, family things. Like, he wanted to be a family man that he did yeah. all he wanted to do. I mean, he is 40 years old, yo. It's pretty old. For, to be, like, it's insane that he's 40 and dominating at such a high level. Yeah, I know. Especially against, like, heavyweights where the longest reign we just saw come to an end was Steve Bates. What was it? Four title defenses? Yeah, he was the like, baddest man on the planet. Yeah, so... I don't know. Knocked it's, his it, ass out. It's weird too going into this card that he says he's not going to retire. I think it's something more to do with like either Brock Lesnar's mm-hmm. USADA or time period for him to come back, and John Jones is already booked for March, so I think his birthday is coming up soon. DC is in like April or something, but so it's either John Jones three or Brock's just like his timeline's all messed up, so he still wants that fight for the big money. Because if you think about it, Kane is his training partner, right, at AKA. So they're, yeah. like, best of buds. Right. They wouldn't fight each other for the heavyweight title. And Kane's coming back now. So is Kane, like, like yo, if he gets a win, I'm back. And, like, I'm making a, my push for the title, but I won't fight DC. Where, D, where DC was supposed to hang it up, and it could have been Kane's for the taking. Right. Or, like, is, nah. or is DC just hanging around just for the money? Like, I for think- the John Jones Lesnar fights. I think Kane would have a ways to go anyway if he were to ever get a shot at the title. I mean, Ngannou puts you right back in the discussion. I mean, I don't know. Does he? Nagano just fought for the title. I don't know, man. And then he lost that worst fight of all time to Derek Lewis. That's what I, th- I feel like that fight. But then he knocked out Blades in like 40 seconds in China. That's true. And Blades is nice. Blades is good. And he's a wrestler. Like they... And he blocked that punch. Yeah, it Did was you ever see that? Yeah. That punch in nah. slow motion. He like blocked it. It was like and behind still... the ear. And yeah, it was and like, still got him. Yeah. It was crazy. But I don't know. I to me, it makes more sense. Like, yo, if I'm Cormier, bro, you're 40 now. Like, dude, you can't be John Jones. And like, why you want to go out with a loss? I get, I get waiting for Lesnar. That makes more sense to me because it's like, yo, it's at the end of the end of your career, and huge draw, huge draw, right? People are gonna want to see Brock Lesnar fight, regardless. If he fought me, that we would sell millions of dollars. You know, yeah. they had that moment in the cage too uh, when he beat. That was so corny. I Who think that beat? was. It was Derek Lewis, huh? Yeah. Uh, was it? No, it wasn't in the garden. Was it? I don't know. Was it Stipe? I think it was a... Oh, it was Stipe fight. Because no. he like, cursed out. He's like, Miochas, you piece of shit. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's so right. So it was right. a Stipe fight. Yeah, but that, that was super corny. And like, 
obviously that was like yeah, it looks so staged, staged and like yeah it was cool and you know how dc is like a huge wwe fan yeah he just wants yeah. to you know but um yeah I, I, I to me it makes more sense because at this point in your career bro it's like yo you're at the end john jones is like still fucking how old is john jones 32 or like he's young yeah you know what i'm saying like he's still got it like and, and dude you're about to hang it up just get your money you know but then again like what do you think is a bigger draw dc jones or dc dc Lesnar? that's tough right because yeah, dc jones will that whole lead up will be bonkers i just like, don't you know it because dc has so much ammo on him he tweets him all the time like his yeah. instagram posts like yo junkie like Whatever, and they always go back and forth on social media, and even in real life, you saw the the face off, the infamous uh, uh, MGM or whatever him, yeah. it was, when he pushed him, and the whole backdrop falls down. And it was like, <laughs> yeah, that was great. They always have great lead ups to the fight, so they they cannot talk and they can sell that fight. But I think just Lesnar is so big, yeah, like as a like literally and figuratively, like he's a huge Brock Lesnar. WWE has a huge following. Like, everyone knows who he is. There, he's a known wrestler, like former champion, the sport of wrestling. The real sport of wrestling, former UFC champion, and what more needs to be said to sell that fight? Yeah, like they're gonna talk each other's head off too in the pre-fight lead-up. Also, you would argue that one of the most, like the best journalists for MMA, Ariel, the reason why he got like black blackballed from the UFC was because of he didn't he like release that news yeah. about Brock Lesnar coming back. Yeah, yeah. So that just goes to show how big this dude is and how much he means to that company. Shout out to Ariel. Shout out to Ariel, bro. Yeah, he's a legend. All on that ESPN now. <laughs> he is, he is. Um he's really good though. I love him. But um I think it's hard for me to say which one would be a bigger draw at this moment. The only reason why I'll say uh Lesnar would be was is because Jones is coming back and he's fighting in like Anthony Smith. Two weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, two weeks from Saturday. Yeah, which is like a tune-up fight, in my opinion. Yeah. So I think I, he got the Gustafson fight, and he's like, yo, I just want to stay active because I've been out so long. Yeah. So, like, let me get someone. And right. And that's who, unfortunately, Anthony Smith is. He's who's like, had a good run at 205, by the way. He's, I think, 3-0 at 205. Yeah, so. well, uh, it's all coming to an end now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Although we have seen some crazy upsets in the past uh, year, so who knows. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I forgot I, what I was talking about. I just think Jones DC is more competitive. Like it's the fight everyone wants to see in terms of competition. Whereas uh, Lesnar DC, I think DC squashes him. Yeah, I mean, so do I. I think I think. Oh, Lesnar is huge, so he'd have like that on him. Yeah, but I don't know. But I I, I think that it, it probably would sell more for the simple fact that it's a it's a return. It would be a return. Like I don't think they put Lesnar against some just random person. He'd come no back shot. and he'd, and he'd, he'd fight only, DC. Yeah, you know, and that would be that would be the reason why it would be such a big draw. Like we're gonna see a little bit of Jones before if that fight were to happen, but with Lesnar, it would just be like, oh shit, this is happening, and it would just be like a crazy like press run, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, but he claims it's not Lesnar, and he's not waiting around for anyone. He said that he might even fight Stipe. So maybe it's not even John Jones. Maybe it's Stipe right. again. Stipe is just sitting out waiting for that title rematch. He's like, yo, fuck that. Yeah. He's like, I got caught I feel him. by a bow. That was a tough bow right to the temple. Yeah. That was, that was wild. Rough. Yeah. Just bounced his head off the mat, too. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, another thing I want to get into before we get into the card, uh, Kevin Gastelum. Like, I needed another reason I hate this guy. Yo, Kelvin, I, never, I, didn't I like, like Kelvin. I didn't like him. Really? I don't like him, yeah. I mean, he's... I don't know. He's not flashy, and... For him to get the title shot, like, wasn't all that convincing either. Because he would he beat Jacare in the split. He lost to Weidman, like, the fight before that, I think. 
that I went to, by the way. That was in the Coliseum where he knocked out. He had Weidman knocked down. I think yeah. the bell saved him. At the I got end of so round scared, one. bro. Because I feel like if Weidman lost that fight, like, oof. Yeah, yeah. That's that was, the only fight he's won in, like, the last six or something. Yeah. But then he uh, got the submission on him in the second round, I think it was. So, I don't know. Gaslam hasn't really put that many inspired performances forward for him to get the title shot, I believe. But then again, 85 is kind of wide open. Yeah. Uh, especially with Adesanya's on the come up. Like, he's the face of 85, I think, going forward. But yeah. And he got that win. So, I think, back to Gaslam, like that, I think that was all, like, publicity. He's just trying to bring eyes to himself. I yeah, mean, for, because... because it, for was, people who don't know... He was supposed to fight Whitaker for the title. For the title, Whitaker got hurt, so he's like, "I'm in shape. I showed up. I'm healthy." And then made weight. They both made weight. Right. And yeah. then, fucking Whitaker couldn't fight. Right. So he's like, "So then I won." And so he was parading around with the belt as if he's the champion now. Right. Because Whitaker couldn't fight. Right. And everyone's like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" Yeah. A lot. Of Even Israel were. was like, "Yo, strip this guy. Take that." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and and McGregor too tweeted like, "Get this fucking dirty." What are you yeah, calling yeah. him? Some shit. Because he had staph infection. Yeah, his shit was all fucked up. <laughs> Gaslow had a rough week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adesanya his post fight, he was like, "Yo, get that belt off, you stupid." <laughs> yeah. It was mad funny. But yeah, but I mean, you got to do something because, yo, with, uh, granted. Like, Adesanya didn't have the best performance. He didn't get a finish or anything against 43-year-old Silva, who looked good, by the way, 43 years old. But, yo, sometimes you got you get forgot about quick, especially in the UFC. Like, mm-hmm. look at Tony Ferguson. Like, he's he was interim champ. Colby Covington, interim champ. And these guys haven't gotten, like, their title shot at the legit title since then. So, you got to do what you got to do to stay, like, relevant, I feel like, for that title shot. Because Whitaker's going to be out to, what, July now, per se? It's going to be, like, four six weeks before he can even start training again. Think about a two-month camp or three-month camp. Yeah. It's also a while away. And you got to stay relevant. And I think Gaslam did his best, you know. So now he's just going to talk all that shit. Yeah. I mean. I mean, he might fight Israel for the interim t- ooh, title. Oh, that'd be, that'd be dope. Yeah. See, I think Israel beats the shit out of him, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm mean, very confident. Yeah. Yeah. Israel's yo, he's man. the I last style bender, bro. He does so much unorthodox That's shit. That's such a cool nickname, too. That shit is fire. <laughs> And we've seen him like he, Brunson was supposed to be the guy who was supposed to take him down, and it didn't happen. Yeah, it's like he's defended takedowns really well. Everyone's like, "Yo, once he gets taken down, it's a wrap." But he's been taken down before. He survived it. I think mm-hmm. Vittori took him down. Yeah, and he survived it. So I mean, he looks the part. He looks well rounded, and I, his striking is just world class. Obviously. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get to this. Let's get to this fight let's night go. card. Oh, uh, Sunday. A little change up. Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Um. But yeah, we're gonna save the main event for last. But then we're gonna move on to the second fight and then move down the card. Yo, then we'll get to that. Catch this card on ESPN too. First ESPN card, right? Whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, yo, it's dope Starts card finish. too. Dope card. Gonna be awesome. Uh, first fight that we're gonna talk about. Like I said, we're gonna leave the main event for last. Uh, but the first fight we're gonna talk about is uh, Felder uh, versus James Vick. I know you're a big fan of Felder. Yeah, I love Felder. I also love. I, I like him too. I also chill with Felder, so I'm a little biased. Right? You're a little Atlantic biased. City. I, I do like Felder also. He's an animal, dude. And also his fight. I just rewatched it today uh, with Mike Perry that he ended up oh, like losing. Brawl. Yo, what a mess yeah, that yeah. fight was. That, that was, thing was wild. If, if if you are just like an on the if you haven't seen that fight, go back and watch it. I think he tweeted out a picture of him like um, in a stretcher. Going to the to the hospital, he's like, "Oh, good fight, blah blah." You know, I lost. Yeah, broke my arm. He's like in a sling. <laughs> His face is Fuck battered. Up. First of all, that I'm like this dude. The first is in punch. A war. The first punch that uh, Mike Perry threw, like cut 
the top of his head, and he was bleeding for the rest of the fight. Yeah. And then he obviously developed more cuts throughout the whole thing, but there was blood. That's everywhere. like the worst spot to get a cut in the, terms of head. like in terms of like just blood. Coming down to your eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like usually, and your head bleeds like, like your crazy. eyebrow because it leaks into your eye. But like your head, you just look like the biggest mess ever. Yeah. But who, but, you got, who you got here? James Vick is coming off that loss, and <laughs> felt like a second yo, to J- Justin Gaethje. James Vick and yeah, I I've been someone who said that they were. I remember you and Eric used to get at me all the time because I didn't like Justin Gaethje. Yo, yeah, you don't like Justin Gaethje because I'm like, yo, that. this dude just gets the shit kicked out of him, and yeah. then it connects and I, like. We're gonna say he's like a great fighter. He's an exciting <laughs> person to watch. Oh, but yeah. he's getting beat the shit out of. You know? I can't wait. He's he's booked to fight Barbosa too in Philly. I'm going to that. I'm yeah, I, I like it a lot. It was funny because I saw one of his interviews and he said that um, he said he had like five wars left in him. That's what he said. Yeah. So after the fight with uh, Vic, which he ended up knocking him out in the fucking first round, in like 40 seconds. Yo, yo, looked like he killed him. Looked yeah. like he killed him. overhand right, overhand right, and just. He slumped him, and his yeah. eyes were open. His head was against the mat. I was like, "Oh my god, is that guy dead?" <laughs> um, but afterwards, they were like, "So you got like four more fights?" He's like, "No, I said I had five wars." He's like, "That wasn't a war." He's like, "I got five <laughs> wars." Yeah, okay. did he say that? Yeah, it was cool. awesome. Um, but yeah, yo, I like James Vick. I I gotta say, this is a really hard fight to pick, and it I'm is. I'm only doing this because I know. Do you have the betting line on this on Felder Vick? Yeah. I believe I think it was closest close to a pick em. Well, it, it it makes the most sense that this would be like uh the closest fight. Yeah, so it was 108 108 minus so it's pick yeah. em. It's a pick em fight. It's a pick em fight. Um I'm the, So I don't know. This is so stupid. But I like I I like Felder a lot. And he could possibly win. However, I'm going to go with Vic just because I feel like after like look i liked vic a lot when he was like coming up and he was like talking on that shit because he was beating everyone and he was doing his thing and but once he started talking on that shit to justin gaethje i got so mad I was like, him, come on what do you call him the drunk homer simpson of mma or something no, no. he's like yo you're punch drunk dude you can't even talk straight or whatever the fuck i was like come on like she was like do you hear yourself right now? and gaethje was just like yeah all right cool like he, you know what i'm saying like yeah. um but i think that after a fight like that when you're on such a hot hot streak and like you start to talk shit like that which i didn't really see from him like to that extent and then you get fucking slept yeah. i think you kind of change you make certain adjustments and it humbles you you know and uh you know he's got a a height advantage too he's 63 yeah. felder's like 510 bro how do you make 55 at 63 yeah, he's a, he's a little. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> Yo, that makes no sense, dude. <laughs> oh my god. So I mean th- that too. Like he's a bigger dude, you yeah. know. And and Felder's like not tiny, but and he's a solid guy. So yeah, Felder fills out for what it worth. But I I, I kind of think that because it's a pick'em and such a close fight, I think the person who's coming off of a fight where he got slept in the first round and sort of embarrassed, he's going to want to try and prove himself and probably made certain changes and he's going to be like on his game more and not like cocky and thinking like, yo, I can just beat everybody because he was on such a hot streak. Felder also was coming off of a fucking, like that probably took years off his life. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was crazy. That was like a, a Nate Diaz McGregor fight uh, that we saw. So that's the only reason, but I'm not going to be shocked either way that this goes. Right, right. And this this fight was actually booked in uh, July, I think it was. Um, yeah, so like Felder got screwed 
twice at lightweight. He was supposed to fight Al in Brooklyn, two twenty three. Khabib, yeah. And then the the incident. He was supposed to fight, and then he didn't fight. He got scratched on the card. Al fought Khabib. Yeah, Yo, you know what's funny about that? So I went to that fight. It so was did that, I. It was that, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go did, with you. Oh okay. I was gonna say we. Went oh, we went together. We didn't sit together. Right. Yeah. So, so when I went to go pick up my tickets, I will call. Felder was standing in front of me, and I remember just thinking like. Yo, this guy is a rock. <laughs> yeah, like he's, the, he's wearing a shirt, but he's just like solid. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, the Irish dragon. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> he's yeah. But um, then he got rebooked to fight Vic in July, and then Al pulled out of the main event against Gaethje in Nebraska. He's Al's like, yo, I'm not going to Nebraska. Fuck out of here. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what he said. And he's like, who goes to Nebraska in August if you're from New York? <laughs> and then James Vic took that opportunity. Was like, yo, I can main event. No, a fight night. Of course, I want to get my name out there. So he took that fight and then left Felder opponentless again. So Felder was like, "Yo, fuck it, I'm stepping up to 70." And I, whoever I forgot who was scheduled to fight Perry, pulled out on him, and then he took the Perry fight. Yeah. So it was a lot. Basically, Al Iaquina has screwed Paul Felder all of 2018. So now <laughs> Felder's back at lightweight, though. Yeah. Um, for the first time in about a year plus. Um, he, he had a three fight. Finish streak, win streak at 55 going before he lost to Perry at 70. Um, so he was really putting things together at 55. And I think that, I don't know, I think he, he just makes it dirty. I think he clinches it up, throws those hellbows, as he calls them. Hellbows. Hellbows, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, it's tough, though, because James Vick does keep the distance really well. Like like you said, he's 6'3", and he's long as hell. So he you know, utilizes, utilizes that jab and his front kicks to keep distance. I think that's something that he's going to have to like yeah. do the whole time. Yeah, but if Felder gets inside and clinches it up, it makes it dirty. Yeah, I could see another TKO. And it's tough to, I know, like you said, Vic got finished his last fight, knocked out clean cold. It wasn't like a stoppage or anything. Knocked yeah, out. Was it was a walk off. Yeah. So you never know how someone responds to that. You yeah, know it I'm could saying? be like, it could be. That's like life changing. It could be really bad. Like we saw in Ngannou versus Lewis, where yeah, he was where traumatized with the takedown. Wouldn't throw a punch. Yeah. yeah. Or it could be like, like you said, like, yo, I got to get back on the horse. I got to, you know, prove I'm worthy in the lightweight division. I think he's still ranked either 10. He's still in the top 15, James Vick. So he's still a player in the lightweight, you know, division, the stacked lightweight division. And Paul Felder, I think, is unranked because he's been so, he's been inactive at 55 for so long. So this is a big fight for Felder to get his name back on the map of 55. And this is a big fight for Vic to prove he's still worthy of a top 10 opponent um, at 55. But I'm Malin Felder here. I think he gets it done with some elbows in the clinch, knocks him out. Speaking of elbows, bro, another fight I watched today was uh, when he fought uh, Oliveira. Yo, that was so disgusting. Yeah, I was like, yo, elbows. Yeah, was, he was tapping was out. Yeah, he, ba- yeah. he basically tapped out. Yeah, he hit him with one it. elbow, and he, and then he tapped him, and then the ref didn't see it, and he dropped oh, three yeah, of them. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And was, then they stopped it. Oliveira almost subbed him too. It was crazy. Yeah, like nine hundred times. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's Charles. And yo, that was but. another thing that was really impressive about Felder was it, during that fight when they they were wrestling around the entire time, and Oliveira was like I, subbing people. Right. I'm confident. That's why I'm con- so confident in Felder because like he can go anywhere. Yeah. Um, He's a very well rounded dude. Like Vic is kind of. He can go anywhere too, but he doesn't really initiate like takedowns or anything. But his chokes are like, I mean, Joe Rogan was like his guillotine. He'll slip that in real quick. So you got to be careful of Vic's chokes. But he doesn't. He's all for keeping it standing. I mean, he's like a he won the Golden Gloves, whatever way back. So he's and he got that that boxing tat on his arm of his boxing gloves hanging. So yeah. he's he wants to keep it standing. Felder, you know, he's like the fucking 
Hellbows, King of Violence. Like, he's all about violence. Yeah. So it's going to be a scrap, man. It's going to be dirty. But I'm, I'm probably I'm go- most excited about this fight. Yeah, me too. That in the main. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Now let's move over to the women that can kick the shit out of us. Uh, <laughs> yo, have- do you remember when uh, I said they both fight at 115? This is fight at 115. And you were like, yo, can I Remember girl- I said a strawweight would not knock me out? No, I thought you said, um, what's her name? Wow, now I'm forgetting her name. Uh, Jacek. Yeah. Were, were you what, on? You like, yo, whatever. You could, she's 115, too. I thought she was like 125. Yeah, well, she moved up to fight Valentina for right. 25. So what do you think? Oh, wait, does down. 125 change your... No, no, no. All right. So Boss claims, he's like, yo, a strawweight can't knock me out. And I'm like, dude, they will punch your face until I mean, you can't see. she will break my arm. She will break well, numerous yeah. limbs, but she will not knock me out. Right. But And we confirmed this with Roy Nelson at Bellator. We did. We saw Roy Nelson and we're like, <laughs> yo, listen, my buddy thinks I can't get knocked out. <laughs> I bet he can't get knocked out. And he's like, yeah, probably not. He's like, how much does your buddy weigh? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, <laughs> he's like, probably around your weight, which I do. <laughs> That's how much he weighs? Nelson, he's a heavyweight, Roy Nelson. Yeah, yeah. Um, so confirmed, bitch. Confirmed. Yeah, but uh, yeah, until that, until she punches you right in the face. Yeah, probably. <laughs> then it'll change. Or close me on my temple, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm not here anymore. Good night, sleep. Yeah. Uh, you'll be tapping out on the ground like, yo, please don't punch <laughs> me no more. <laughs> Verbal tap. <laughs> verbal, verbal tap. Yo, please, stop. Um, but anyway. we have uh, Courtney Casey and Calvillo uh, fighting. Um, Calvillo's a big... Heavy uh, favorite, right? Heavy favorite. I, I believe it was like three-something, three if I'm not mistaken. Uh, minus 290. 290. Casey, plus 230 on the return. Right. So p- minus 290, that's a pretty big um, favorite right. there. I had no idea this this girl fought five times in 2017. Yeah, when she broke into USC, she was fighting like OD. I could, and she's such a familiar face like, because I think because of that. Right. Because I I knew who she was like, and I I don't really know too many like uh, you know, uh, women fighters, but Cavio was just like always standing out. Right. She's a fucking bulldog, dude. Yeah. Always coming for it, and she went four and one in those fights in 2017. You five fights, you were four and one, crazy. Yeah. She her only loss was to Esparza, which uh. Carlos Barza was like the first strawweight champ. Anyway, that fight, she dominated the first round on the ground. And like it, they got back to their corners, and her cornerman Justin Buckles was like, "Yo, keep it standing, keep it." St-. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and like they kept it standing, and she lost the next two rounds. Yeah, it was like so weird. I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't really understand that. But yeah, that's her only loss. She's came back. She got suspended for marijuana after that, which was a little weird. It was only like a six month thing, but came back. Do you remember that? She came back against Poliana Battaglia. When was that? Do you have that up right now? Uh, Poliana Battaglia? Uh... That was recently. Her fight. and that, But do you remember? Yeah, that when, was in November. Do you remember when she hit the scales? Bro, that was so scary. She was like shaking. Oh, she almost fell off the scale. Yeah, like she... She let her knees like buckle. Yeah, it was so scary. Yeah, that was weird. So, I hate I hate. That's my that. only concern. Now I'm like concerned about her making 15 again. I'm like, yo. Like, I obviously, I think I easily go with Calvillo in this fight. Yeah. Um, Courtney Casey, she's eh, she doesn't really put it together in the UFC. She's coming off a win against Angela Hill, but she lost to Michelle Waterson. She's lost a few split decisions. She's so, also lost to two people that Cavio has beat in her short stint right. in, the, in the UFC. Right. Already. So, I mean, that too. Right. They have common opponents. So. Yeah. But, yo, Calvio is like really good grappler. I like her. The only thing about Casey is she's huge. Like, when she fills out after cutting weight, she's, she, I think she's only 5'7, but she's. Tall and she she could punch, she got some power and she's got like good cardio like she's a beast. So we saw in the fight with Waterson she was like scrambling even though Waterson is tiny in terms of fifteen like she's like Adam weight she's really one hundred five. Yeah, and she finishes her um, fights for the most part. I mean she has 
six of her eight wins are by TKO or submission. Right, right. So, yeah. So, she can get it done. But Calvillo, I think, will just, you know, get in tight. If she takes her down, I think she has the grappling advantage. She's a beast grappler. And... I don't know. I could have her. I see her. I could see her ending it with stoppage via TKO or sub. She got the sub in her last fight against Botelio with a rear naked, mm-hmm. which she sunk in nice after a lot of ground and pound. She just gave up her neck and choked her out. But um, yeah, I'm going to go yeah. Calvillo. Yeah, I'm going here. I'm going her too. Heavy favorite for a reason. Um, all right. Next fight we have Gracie. Caceres. Oh, Chrome Gracie? Yeah, when you hear the name Gracie, you're just like... So that's what I was going to say. Win like, by sub. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like, all right, someone's ankles getting twisted. Right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know much. I really don't know much about him. Yeah. All I know I mean, is he's, that he's a Gracie, and a, it's a minus 360 favorite. That's all you need to know. And also, one thing that I do know, because Caceres, is, he's been around. Like, I you, think you this know is this his dude. 20th UFC fight, which is yeah, this pretty impressive. Yeah, mad fights under his belt. Yeah, he's 14 and 11, but most of them are under the UFC banner, so... Also, one thing to note about this, and I think this kind of plays into why uh, Gracie is such a heavy favorite, even though this is like his fucking whatever. Um, this is fourth suscept- pro fight. Yeah, he's yeah. susceptible to the submission. Right. Half his losses have come by submission. Right, so, Caceres that is. Yeah, Caceres yeah. that is. So when you pair those two things up with each other, it's like, all right, man, someone's yeah. getting chunked out here. Yeah, it's funny. Like I know your boy Jason Knight took him down and subbed him, so it's like... We're getting taken down sub by Jason Knight. Who's, more of like a brawler. Yeah, like he, he's fighting in Walmart parking lot now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Actually got booked for bare knuckle versus uh, Artem Lovov. Oh, my God, That's going to be a war. But, yeah, if you're getting taken Yo, down. If you're fighting bare knuckle, you're out of control. Yeah. That is that is psychotic. <laughs> but, yeah, if you got taken down and sub by Jason Knight, I can, can't imagine what's going to happen against the Gracie. Um, he's obviously has all those jujitsu credentials. Um, he's 3-0. In MMA, but he hasn't fought since like 2016. I think he fought in Risen, so which is in like J- Japan or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm sure Bruce Leroy Nelson, I mean uh, Alex Caceres is gonna come out throwing like crazy, all this crazy shit like spinning heel kicks and all that stuff. But I feel like once it gets taken down to the ground, it's a wrap. Yeah, that's usually how. It goes. And I could see Caceres just being like. Imagine thinking like, yo, what if I sub a Gracie? Like, let me try it. And just like, nah. <laughs> nah, don't do that, bro. That's, you know that, yo, that's the worst strategy ever. Like, take oh. it from fucking Anthony Johnson. You remember that whole fight? It was like, he wasn't throwing punches. And he was like trying to take down DC. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, once you I get mean, on the ground with DC, it's a wrap. Proving points, though. Like, yo, you prove like, yo, I can wrestle with this guy. Or I can Dude, fuck grapple that. with this guy. Throw an uppercut at DC <laughs> and send his head into the fifth row. Like, yeah. like a normal person. I mean, easier said than done. But yeah, that's how you would try and beat him. Yeah. But yeah, unanimous Crone. Yeah, I'm. I'm I honestly Gracie don't. I, I I really don't know anything about him. To be honest with you, I, don't I think just you have to Gracie. See the last name. It's Gracie. Yeah, yeah. isn't that wild? Yeah, it's, it's a, a legacy. Whole, imagine breaking into that house. Just no. walk in. All of a sudden, your your arms being. Oh my are you being unbarred on both sides, and your head's getting fucking. Both your off? elbows are probably out of your <laughs> skin. It's crazy. Uh, all right, next fight we have um, Barbarina versus Barb. Barbie Bam Bam. Brian Bam Bam. Bam Bam. Great fight name. Yeah. Bam Bam. I fuck with him too, man. Yeah? Yeah. I'm taking him in this fight. Even though he's Ooh. a he's an underdog. He's a, he's a big underdog, right? I think so. But you know. Who's it? Luke. Luke. <laughs> Guys, a finisher though. Um Yeah. Your boy. You're taking him, right? I am taking Luke. I think he's uh one of the more promising up and comers at seventy. Yeah. Finisher, dude. Yeah, he has a ton of finishes. 
14, think, 14 fights, 13 finishes. I think his 14 wins. I'm sorry. I don't think he's been finished in the UFC. I know he lost to Leon Edwards by UD. Um, so yeah, I mean he's exciting to watch. Don't blink when his fights are on because you'll miss something. The his silent fight, assassin. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's probably most likely going to be a finish. Um, I have it. He's been submitted twice. He hasn't been knocked out. Okay, in the UFC. Oh, that I don't know. See, I'm just saying in his life. All right, all right, but um. See, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Barbarian is good. Like he's only lost to the top of the, like he lost to Covington and um, Leon Leon Edwards, and then he fought uh, Jake Ellenberger, who was like retiring and not good anymore, and he just squashed him. Yeah, um, I think he, I think he's a so he's coming off a win, which is like encouraging for him. He's back on track, but I think I just think Luke is too much. His striking is too much, and I just think like he's the next big thing at seventy. So Barbarian is just another pylon in his way. I mean, yeah, I, I I don't disagree with you. The only reason why I'm actually taking Barbarian is because I think he's just like a scrappy dude. Like I I just like him. I think if I'm gonna take an under underdog on this card, like an actual underdog on this card, it would be Barbarian. Yeah. Um, Barbarian. I mean, he because can mix I mean, it up. Yeah, like we said, like his last two losses, like in his last five fights, he lost twice, and they were to Covington and Leon Edwards, which is like these are these are good fighters so it's not like he's getting his ass kicked by anybody right right he's winning where he should and there's some fights where you know and and the fight with covington wasn't like terrible like he didn't get the shit kicked out of him or anything like that i mean he probably just got wrestled he did he just got you know taken down the whole time yeah yeah. but that's such a covington fight like i'm not gonna hit you i'm just gonna hold you yeah so um and he and he finishes people too man he he's knocked out 10 people out of his 14 wins he's knocked out 10 of them yeah that's what i'm saying like it's gonna be so this could be just bombs away it could be (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm going Barbarina. Uh, you know, discrepancy, I like it. Yeah, yeah, we, we got to go back and forth to find out. <laughs> it would be corny if we had the same fucking picks for everything, you know. I mean, yo, like you said, it's gonna be, it's probably gonna be a standing fight. That right? one, yeah. Luke I, I, likes the bang, so hell yeah. I mean, shit. If you get clipped, you get clipped. No man is, you know, just no man is like. Everyone is capable of being clipped. Yeah. If you get hit in the right spot, it's a wrap. So it's a wrap. definitely bam bam because it's. It's possible. Bam, bam. I could just picture it. I don't see it, it happening. No, it's happening. <laughs> There's going to be bombs going off. <laughs> um, all right. And then opening up the main card, we have Touchy Feely versus uh, Jury. Uh, I'm, you already know I'm going with the Touchy. Andre? Touchy Feely. Andre. Um, just because uh, I don't know much about Jury, but I know that the last um, – Three of Jerry's opponents have been Team Alpha Male, and right. so is that's where Feely's like. Right, Feely's the third. Right, is yeah. the third. Um, so that could potentially be just like advantageous in that sense of being like you have some guys that are like, oh, this is how he does this, this is how he does that. Right, and like that's a little bit of a whatever. But I know Feely. I think Feely's a a little bit of an underdog in this fight. Yeah, if slight. I'm not I think. Um, that's where like Vegas has Matt. Yeah, he's at plus one twenty four at the moment. Okay. And Jerry's uh minus one forty six. So Jerry yeah, I mean, has the upper hand. Yeah, that's very But it's close. not insane. Right, right, right. You know? Um, but I think that just having some like kind of insider information that could help a little bit. Yeah. In that in that sort of thing. And also just I just like the name. Touchy Feely, Touch baby. Feely. Yeah, that's a good name for a guy named Feely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know about like Feely, he he's so like tough to understand as a fighter. Like he's never really put it together. I think he only has Two back-to-back wins in the UFC. Like he's always alternating wins and losses. Um, he lost to Michael Johnson his last fight, 
which I thought he won. He lost by slow decision. Then he beat Bermudez, but I thought he lost that one. Um, he won that by split decision. So, yeah, he's kind of had a weird run in the UFC. Um, Jury, he he's kind of been inactive. I mean, lately he has been, but he only has like four fights in the last three years. So, he got knocked out by Mendez, and Mendez returned in July. Uh, alpha male guy, like you said. Chad Mendez. Yeah, so... Um, hit him, cleaned his clock. Did you, you meet? You met him, right? Yeah, he was at Studio Square. <laughs> this man ran That was hilarious. He's like five six, isn't he? He's tiny, yeah, but he's cool. a house. Yeah. Um, and then he beat Rick Glenn, which was a good fight for him. I thought like he was really working the body with his kicks, um, taking him down. Gra- he had the grappling advantage there, so I could see that like happening against Feely. Where I know Feely likes to pressure a lot, so I could see him shooting once he, when he's coming forward and catching him and just out grappling him on the floor. That's where I see him having the advantage. That's why I'm going jury. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, this is one of those fights where I'm. Uh, this is another one where I'm like, you know, either way. I just kind of, th- I, I just think that like fights are so close like this. Yeah. I literally like I mean, most of the reason why I'm taking him is because of his name, Touchy Feely. Yeah. yeah, but he no, comes forward too. Like he, he's a big pressure guy. Yeah, fights like this could get could go either way, but we'll see. Should be a good one. That's gonna be a good way to open up the fight though. Open up the card. Yeah, there's say. so many like big names. On this card, and this is like like you said, a great scrap, forty five, an interesting one at forty five. Because Jury, I think, still in the top fifteen, even after losing to Mendez. I know he was ten before that, and Feely, like I said, like he's he's like a mystery. He is like he, he can't put it together. So let's see if he can win. Like if he wins this one, I think it'll be three out of four. So that he could did get win the ball two fights. Rolling. You said he'd never won two fights. No, he recently. He yeah, did. he just did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but then but, he kept win, lose, win, lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, so if he wins this one, it'll be three out of four for him, and it could, you know, maybe do something. Shoot him, Move you know. Him up. Yeah, propel him into like position to bounce up the featherweight rankings. Yeah. All right. Cool. Is there any uh, fights you want to talk about, like the undercard that, um, <clears throat> like the prelims or something, before we get into the uh, main event? Yo, Aljo Jimmy. Aljo Jimmy's gonna be a good one. I actually might put money on that. Who are you taking? I like Aljo. Yeah, I know you do. Do you like you like Jimmy? <laughs> I mean, I I don't like you know. Yo, I can't stand Jimmy. Why? I don't know. I just don't like him. Yo, I remember um he had that whole thing with Marlon Moraes, uh last December, not this past December, like December, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Where who was Jimmy Rivera supposed to fight? I think I forgot who he was that pulled out on him. And Marais was like, yo, I'll take the fight. Right? It was like a week before. Oh, this was like all on Twitter. Yeah, he's I like, remember. I'll take the fight, short notice, but I can't make 35 right now. It was This was like after Thanksgiving. It was holiday season, so he's like, yeah, I can't yeah. make 35. He's like, I'll do it like 45 or something. And and Rivera was like, no, I'm cutting weight. I'm like almost at 35, whatever, so no. Um, so I wound up getting booked for June, I think. Yeah, June in Utica. And Marais ended it in 40 seconds with a head kick. He also beat Aljo with a head kick, which was ugly as hell yeah Aljo was like shooting in for a takedown and he hit him with his knee when he was going for a head kick and just like knocked him out cold that was disgusting yeah so they both have losses to Marais uh Rivera came back and beat Dodson in September mm-hmm. he's like yo I want a quick bounce back I'm so mad I lost that fight in 30 seconds like I want to fight right away so he fought Dodson Aljo who did Aljo just beat he's had that crazy sub on the same card that fucking uh Cody Salmon. Oh, Cody Salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's... I think he's won two in a row now. The knee bar. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Ew. Yeah, Ew, I head. hate watching knee bars. Him and Zabit had the same sub on the same card. 
Word. And it was like the it was like the f- two only two out of three subs that Yo, anytime it's pulled that off. I hate watching those. Crazy. I hate watching Kamoras. Yeah. They just make me want to throw up. It's <laughs> gross. Sick. I hate it. But I don't know. Jimmy has a striking advantage. I feel, but if if Aljo can get inside and just bring him into his world of he calls himself the human backpack, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> grappling. <laughs> just like yeah, if he could just like take him down and just start grappling with him. I don't know. He's gotten better, Aljo. I mean, he's a wrestler. Obviously, we know that he's from Long Island. Yeah. So, but his jitsu trains he, at Sarah Wongo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, his jits is coming along with Matt Sarah, and he, and I know Joey loves a Matt Sarah corner fight. Oh man, love Matt <laughs> Sarah. That's my guy. Yeah, Eric oh, loves man. him too. Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> screaming at him. Yo, Matt Sarah and Ray Longo cannot be like. Any further polar opposite <laughs> than they are. Lago's just like, yeah, you know. And Sarah's like, no! I love Matt Sarah. After yeah. a win, he's just jumping around in the background <laughs> in the cage. Yo, he's screaming it. the whole fight. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, that's a fight I'm looking forward to. I think that's a really good fight at 35. It's like too close to the top five guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's you, the real fight I'm looking you're at. You're going Aljo? Yeah, I'm going Aljo. I think it'll be a decision, though. I think Jimmy Rivera beats him on the feet. Could be a split decision. I could see it. I could see Jimmy winning the striking battle, but Aljo taking it to the mat and getting a sub. Yeah, nah, just like time and control. Oh, I see. And so I said split decision. So I'm gonna go with Aljo by decision. All right. Um. All right. Cool. Let's uh, get to the main event here. Uh, we got Cain Velasquez and Francis Nagano. Uh, who you got? I'm going Cain. Kane. Kane hasn't fought in what two and a half years? Like two years. Yeah, yeah. So 2016. It's his return. Francis Ngannou is coming off that, like we said earlier, brutal knockout of Blades. Curtis Razor Blades. Not Razor Blades. Ago, not too long ago, in like That's November, right. I think it was. Yeah, and Blades was coming off big wins against Mark Hunt and Overeem, which yeah. who are like past their prime, but still, those are not like. Yeah, he wrestled the shit out of Mark Hunt. Yeah. He had like nine takedowns that fight. It was insane. So I thought he was going to do that to Nagano because we saw what Stipe did to Nagano. Yeah. But, I mean, Stipe's just on another level. And Blades, it took all 40 seconds. He was, like, fainting for the takedown. Didn't really – couldn't – I think he shot once and it got stuffed. And, and he, like, and barely then, shot, though. He, like, shot at his, like, chest. Yeah, yeah. It was a weird shot. Not a good shot. And then uh, they separated and Nagano just clipped him. Yeah. And, yo, him. it was crazy because – he has so much power. So I'm I'm going Nagano in this fight. I think that Kane is easily like the better fighter. Like more well rounded. He's just a better fighter, I think. But I have never seen power like this before. Like and yeah. and we saw it happen and then he gets exposed with Steep A and then and then we see his fucking yo, but he weird ass. Stipe, though. No, he like, did. But like we found out like, okay, yo, like he's not like an unstoppable because leading up to that fight, I was like, yo, this yeah. guy is like just on like the no, only time, get out of his way right the only time he really faced adversity was the first blades fight because he fought blades in his debut and he blades took him down but blades right. had, they had the fight stop because his eye was like shut yeah so but yeah other than that it's been like all stand-up and he can knock anyone the fuck out yeah i think stand up it's crazy because even in that blades fight when he knocks him out he like he like blocked that punch but it still had yeah. enough power to get through the block and hit him in like in the back of like his temple or whatever and just sent them to the ground, and then you know he just eventually like finished yeah, a couple them up. More of those. But, uh, I I think that that kind of power, and we saw it even in the Cipe fight. We were there in person for that fight. Yeah. And you could tell in the beginning, like Cipe was on his horse. Like, all right, I gotta get away from these oh, punches yeah. and like let him punch himself out of this fight, and then I'll just wrestle him to the ground, which is what happened. And he did get caught a couple times, but in the first round, like in the beginning of fights, 
when Nagano was throwing these bombs. Because, again, this happened in the first round very quickly with Blades. Uh, he's throwing bombs. Dude. Right. And if you get caught with one of those, like, I don't know who can survive one of those. Right. You know? So I think, uh, you know, and, and this is obvious to say that if the fight goes the distance, I don't think Nagano has a shot in hell right. that it happens. Um, I think Kane also, Kane has good cardio for, for someone. Cardio who's, Kane, baby. Yeah, for someone who's fucking 36 years old and a heavyweight. Yeah. Like, this dude's huge. Um, His pressure is crazy. Like, he comes forward, but, like, I've watched, I watched this fight against Brown. Travis Brown looked like he clipped him. He's just, like, a little reckless in his striking, but he's always pressuring you. Like, he has you moving backward. But, I don't know. I, can't, I think he needs to secure a takedown early, obviously, yeah. to, like, just eliminate the the power and punch of Nagano. Just, like, bring him into Kane's world. But Nagano's also, like, scary. Like, if Kane tries to... Because in the Stipe fight, Stipe was like, yo, I'm going to hold you down and make you carry me and wear you out. Right. And that's what he did. And Nagano, like, stopped moving, coming out of, like, rounds after that. Like, he was just flat-footed and throwing, which still had power because he clipped him in the third round. Right. But I could see Kane being more active on the ground and, like, trying to work some ground to pound. You got to be careful because Francis is explosive. And, like, he'll, like, literally throw you off him. (laughs) And, like, that's how he gets up. He's, like, not technical. We saw it in the Stipe fight, not technical. He'll just lay there. But he'll use his power. Like, he's such a... Yo, he, I think he weighs in at the limit or close to it at 265, and he's chiseled. So yeah. it's like, he's it's fucking all muscle. So, yeah. So, like, he doesn't need technique to get up. But so that's the only thing I'm worried about is if Kane does secure the takedown, like, I want him, like, to be methodical, like, Stipe. Like, yo, I'm going to hold you down. I'm going to throw some knees. Like, Stipe was throwing knees to the body, stuff like that. Like, not really searching for the finish, just taxing him. Yeah. And that's kind of how I see it going. But I see Kane being more. Um, active and searching for the, the finish. And I could see him getting it via ground and pound, but he's just got to be careful, man, because, like I said, Francis is so explosive. I could see him getting it via ground and pound also. It's just like, with Nagano, I think that we've seen the worst of him. That Derek Lewis fight was so bad. I mean, I th- yeah. That was just like trauma, though, from Stipe fight. Yeah. It, yeah. It was, he was traumatized. It's like PTSD. Like yeah. he, he threw like 15 punches the whole fight. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> yo, it was horrible. I'm like, yo, uh, when the is this going to happen? worst heavyweight fight of all time. Yeah. I was hoping at the end they just start throwing bombs like in the last, I was going to say the last inning, at the, the last like, round. It was more feints than punches thrown that fight. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. But um, I think if you're Kane. I think if you're anyone, you kind of have to let Nagano, if he's going to be that person again, because what's worked for him is just bombs. Like, as soon as you come out, you're throwing haymakers at people. And I feel like we'd be remiss if we don't mention that Overeem uppercut. Yeah, that just, was one of the most ridiculous. I, I saw that, and I was legitimately scared. I rewatched that fight today. I was in Philly when we watched that because we're out. I was like, yo. I, I was legitimately <laughs> was he alive? scared. Like, yeah. His toes were curled, and he looked like... When you when you when you're in a coffin, your like arms are crossed and your feet are straight. Yeah. That's what he looked like. And I'm like, yo, this dude might be dead. Yeah, yo, I was legitimately scared. I'm like, yo, I think <laughs> I th- he's not okay. Yeah, that was scary. He almost punched shit. his head off his fucking body. <laughs> it was insane. Then he hit him with one for good measure on the ground. I'm yo, like, dude, like, take it easy, buddy. <laughs> this guy's got rigor mortis. He's like stiff as a board over there. Yeah, that was the craziest shit ever. Yeah. Um. Hope that doesn't happen Sunday. Also, yo, Kane. For a big dude, like we said, he has to get cardio. Guy throws like spinning heel kicks and shit. Yeah, knock Travis Brown on like on his ass with one. Of them yeah, yeah. He threw a couple of them in that fight. I was yeah, like, dude, what the fuck? I was like, Whoa, I didn't know you had this. <laughs> That's that American Kickboxing Academy shit, bro. The AKA. Yeah. Yo, it was funny. Like they're all wrestlers there, 
and they just all go there. I feel like to better their striking and make themselves well rounded. Like Khabib wrestler, Cormier wrestler, Kane wrestler. Like all these guys are like just top notch level wrestlers. Like yo, we should go with Coach Hav. Yeah, and just like round out our game. Yeah, and that uh, gym is filthy. Rockhold is in that gym. Like that gym is breeds champions. God, I hate Rockhold. Yeah, I hate Rockhold too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I mentioned him, but yeah. he was a champion, so. No, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I I think like if I was a betting man, would I put money on Nagano? No. Why not? Because I think I would. Nah, not that fight. I wouldn't bet that. What one. are the odds? Do you have the odds in front of you? I do. He's like a decent underdog. He is plus one forty four. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Maybe not then. He has a puncher's chance. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he does, but it's not big enough for me to take that. I know, but at plus money, it's just like... Plus money, I would have taken that at like nice. 200. Yeah, I would have done it. of course. You know, yeah, obviously. But not at 144. I think that... Because you only have one round with Nagano. I think like... Right. That's no, but it, you know what it is though. Like you do only have like he might change up though. He might not throw like crazy because he saw what happened with Stipe, where it's right. like it's, he gassed himself out in seconds. Right. You know, so he might just like whatever. But you also can't. It was the polar opposite both ways. Like you can't have too much of both. Like first he was just throwing haymakers and tire himself in the first round because he was just knocking everyone out. Then when he fought Derek Lewis, he didn't throw any fucking punches. Right. So he had to find a happy medium here right. for it to work. And then, and then he then, finished Blades in like... Yeah, so seconds. that's not really a testament to how he made some adjustments because he just knocked them out. Right. So I was kind of looking forward to that because I thought it could go a little bit because, yeah. like I said, Blades is wrestling. And I was like, yo, it's his, his first five-round fight after um, the Stipe massacre. So I was like, yo, maybe we'll see something here. But now, again, another five-round fight for Nganu. If it gets into like the later rounds, you got to be worried, like you said. Yeah, I'm but you not... know what it is though, like the it's the most dangerous Nagano is in round one. Yeah, but his power still stays through like two and three, even if he's worn down and just like fatigued, like he'll still clip you as we saw in the Stipe fight. Yeah, but I don't think someone like Kane, who's like a veteran and like a really good fighter, would would let that happen in later rounds, especially when someone's like flat footed yeah, and yeah, you can yeah. tell they're tired. Like that's where you know being like a veteran in the game kind of comes in. Right, and I think that. You know, if it if it gets past the midpoint of the second round, I'm not I'm throwing away my ticket if I if I have Nagano, <laughs> basically. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Um And Kane we'll also see. trains with D C like I said, so it's like he's yeah seeing the best of the best every day in camp. Right. So I mean I'm gonna take Nagano in there. Let's go. Just to be, you know, on the opposite side. Some dogs for and, Joe this And just uh, I got mad dogs. <laughs> I got mad dogs. But uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take him, uh, on that just because, I don't know it'd be kind of cool to see him him back on the horse and being like knocking people out again. Yeah, if he wins this fight, we're talking about him again. If he title, if he, yeah, yeah, title contention. If he does, I, I'm not like actually confident in it because, like I said, I think you have one round. But if he does knock him out, then we then we have to be like, oh fuck, now he's now he's back to being this machine, right. You know, and and yo, know, even with the Stipe fight, like Stipe did, like just beat the shit out of him. But in that first round, he really he had his just like ducked under some bombs, and he almost—I said bombs about a thousand times today. But he—I mean, that's what they are. They are. But like, uh, he he just missed getting clipped by by one of those punches by Nagano, and any of those could have knocked your head into the third row. So, you know, maybe you just you just uh, cheat death there. <sighs> Yeah, I'm just thinking like if Nagano wins, and next like big time heavyweight fight up is Junior Dos Santos versus Black Beast. 
Yeah. So I feel like winner of those two fights should fight, even if it's Black Beast <laughs> uh, Nagano two, two, which probably everyone wants to see again because like yo, this was supposed to be an exciting fight. But I don't know. Do you want to see it again? I do want to see it again because I feel like Nagano will fight a different fight. I truly believe that. And if Dos Santos I so. wins, I want to see him fight Dos Santos, and then winner gets the title shot. Post obviously, like we talked about the opening. DC Lesnar or whatever's going on there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that is the card for this weekend. The fight night. Cain Velasquez, Francis Nagano headlining this shit. Uh, very excited to watch Paul Felder and James Vick. I think that's my favorite fight on this card, though. Yeah. You too? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Joe, if you had to bet one fight, what would you bet and who are you taking? For money or just because like, it's to the win. safest? It's the safest. To win, so just the safest the safest bet to yeah. make this card. Um, I One mean, fight. If, if you're going by Vegas, you you would throw it on Gracie, no? Yeah, probably. That's probably the one that you would probably do. Just steep. I mean, he has steep odds. Yeah, they're steep. I think Juan Calvillo. Yeah, that's not a bad one either. I think that she's really good. Yeah, that's an awesome fight too, just to see where she is in 15 because she lost those bars, like I said, and got suspended, came back, won. And see if she can continue her ascent. She's got to be fresh, right? Yeah. Had a year to just train for shit. So, we'll see. All right. Anyway, boss, where can they find you? At Endovito27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, guys, you can follow me on social media at Joe Santagato. Uh, go follow Veterans Minimum, the the uh, the mothership, as Tim would say, um, <laughs> at Veterans Minimum on all social media. And like we just said at the beginning of the show, we're going to be giving you MMA shit every friday as long as there's a card on the weekend uh but definitely go check this out espn2 if i'm not mistaken espn 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 uh but yeah go check out this this card and uh put your money on gracie (laughs) 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 see you next time nobody builds 5g like verizon builds 5g because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in america and the more you do with 5g the more building it right matters the more your network matters The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.